This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, January 3rd, 2016. The Gospel is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. The message is by Father Ron Baird. If you've ever lost a child at the mall or at the store, you know the feeling that Jesus' parents must have had today. I can remember when John was little, he um, had this, um, he thought it was great fun, but he would go hide under the clothes racks. And given that he was short, <laughs> he could do that, and we couldn't find him. He thought that was really funny. Um, but it's a, that set, feeling of panic that sets in when, when suddenly you realize that one of your children is gone and you don't know where they, where they are. That's a lot what, like what today's gospel lesson brings us. Because, now Jesus is a little older than he's 12, so he's really an adolescent. But the, Mary and Joseph have taken their family and gone down to Jerusalem for the Passover, as was their custom. And usually when people did that, they traveled in a group, because a whole lot of people from the village of Nazareth would have been going down. And it's much safer um, if you go in a larger group than to travel by yourself. And so they would travel down, and after the Passover was finished, then they were going home. And they didn't give a whole lot of thought to the fact that Jesus wasn't walking beside them as they were leaving, because in those days, pretty much everybody in the town took care of everybody's kids, and they just figured he was with one of the other families or with, their friend, you know, with his friends or doing whatever, until it got to be late. And then they began to wonder, we haven't seen him all day, where's he been? And so they start looking for him, and they ask all their friends and relatives, and nobody has seen him. Now, you can imagine, they had walked a day by this point. Now, to the route that they would normally take would be from um, down along the Jordan River by Jericho, and then across the Jericho Road over, because it was very dangerous to walk straight through Samaria, which would be a little bit shorter. And that was about five days' journey. So for them to turn around and have to go back to Jerusalem essentially meant that they had to walk the Jericho Road uh, back to Jerusalem. And, and when they then turned around to go home, they were going to be by themselves. I mean, this is a big deal. And so when they get there, um, which if you can imagine, it took them a day to get away, it took them a day to get back. It says they searched for him for three days. Now, we don't really know whether that included that first day or not, but Either way, it doesn't make much difference. For three days they looked for him and could not find him. They went to the marketplace. They went to the place where they were staying. I mean, they looked everywhere they could possibly imagine this kid might be, and he's nowhere. Now, imagine that after four or five days, still not having found your child that got lost at the mall. I mean, they were, to say that they were in great anxiety is an understatement, to say the least. And finally, when they find him, about the only place they hadn't looked in all Jerusalem was in the temple. And so they go into the temple, and Mary, being the typical Jewish mother, says, Child, why have you treated us like this? <laughs> Assuming that he'd done it to them, of course. Um, and you know, can't you see that your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety? I always thought that was interesting, because how would he have seen? <laughs> he didn't know. He was hanging out in the temple. He didn't see anything. To come here, and Jesus' response is one of those great non sequiturs, and and if you've ever had adolescence or pre-adolescence, you you know these, um, where he says, "Didn't I? Didn't you know I'd be in my father's house?" You can see Mary go, "What? <laughs> you know, what are you talking about?" And 
But to Jesus, it was a perfectly normal thing. Where else would he be but in the temple? Now, in some ways, we look back and we think, well, she was told by the angel that she would bear the Son of God. And also, why did she not understand this? Why did she not know this? But think about your own life, how you get into your routines and your normal way of doing things, and, and, and life you know, kind of goes on. And you forget about a lot of things, I mean, that you have to kind of be reminded of from time to time. So it's unlikely that she really knew that. And it says, though, that she took these things, and I love the way it's translated here. It says, it treasured them in her heart. I'll bet she did. <laughs> even the Hebrew, even the Greek doesn't say treasured. It says that she uh, stored all of them in her mind to remember them. And I'm thinking, being a Jewish mother, she undoubtedly did. <laughs> and every time he did anything, it was, do you remember that time? When, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he brought, she brought it out a lot of times. And so here they are, and it says that Jesus from that point on was obedient to them and grew in favor with men and with God. Well, what's that got to do with us today? I mean, it's a really nice story. It's really one of the very few stories we have of Jesus as a boy. We hear about him as a baby, then we hear about him as 12, and then we don't hear about him from again until he's like 30. So we don't hear much about him, except for this one small little passage. Well, it actually has a lot to do with us today. Because that has to do with the very nature of this God-made man. And it's particularly appropriate that this lesson was read today when we're doing a baptism of Anna Olivia um, in a few minutes, because that's what we're going to do with her. We're going to, um, through the power of God, give her the gift of the Holy Spirit in baptism. And that Holy Spirit will bond with her human spirit so that she has two natures now when that happens. A divine nature and a human nature, just like Jesus had. And that's really what is at the heart of the Christian faith. At St. Athanasius, um, who was a saint, he was a bishop of Alexandria in Egypt, and uh, was one of the great saints of the church, wrote uh, great books for the church. And one of the books he wrote was called in, On the Incarnation of God. If you like to read theological writings, and it's not deep or heavy, that didn't come until like the 19th century when they have to use big words. Um, but if you want to read about it, he talks about what, what difference does it make that God became flesh. And, and so it's, it's a fascinating thing because in reality, that's what we have here in the temple, isn't it? God made flesh. God in a 